What is going on everyone? This is Hollywood Cole and Clearfire back for another H&K video game experience and today we want to press pause on the video game reviews and talk a little bit about what's going on in the news to include EA and their microtransaction debacle they have going on with Battlefront 2, also Destiny 2 and their chokehold they have on experience for hardcore players and even a little bit of net neutrality so stick around, I think you're going to like this one. So, big stuff going on with uh, EA and Battlefront 2. So we're going to stick to this one for a little bit here because this is a huge win. I'm so proud of the gaming community. I'm so proud of all the people and all the stuff that they've done yes. with it and spoke out about it. And so, go with it. What do you know about it? Well, first, out of all of it, you got to give Disney props for stepping in at the last minute and saying you can't do that to, to this franchise. You well, know, that, before you even go there, before you even go there, what about just talk about what it is first because that's the big kick in right. the pants for EA. So right? yeah, so the big kick in the pants for EA. So a couple weeks ago, EA decided to do their Battlefront Two beta, which everybody was like all pumped up and excited about. I was all excited about it. I didn't get to play the beta because, of course, you know, I was in the process of a move and everything, so I didn't get to play the beta. But I had friends playing it and everything and talking about it. And it's like, as soon as the beta finishes, the internet community blew up, at <laughs> least from my end. It just blew up, talking yeah. about how they felt the way that uh, EA has done this game. And basically, the system is a token and a loot box system, which is terrible because that means you're going to have to pay money to win this game, to get the stuff you want. And it was horrible. You know, just terrible terrible things coming out of the community from it and things like that. So, uh, automatic backlash right off the bat for EA so, before the game even drops. The difference, though, microtransactions are not uncommon in gaming today, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, any retro gamer like us, and if you listen to this, you're probably a retro gamer yourself, hates it. We consider it the stage four malig malignant cancer. Well, is that the right word? Very much so. Yes, that's very right. Of, so. of gaming, right? So, mm -hmm. cell phone games, it goes... So, you got Clash of Clans. That is one of these popular games. They're making a million dollars a day at their peak. This is just too much money for people to pass up. And so, microtransactions are just nickel and dime um, for little pieces of the game. Well, mm -hmm. there's all kind of different methods of it. We won't go into all of them. But it's just ways for the pay for the game. You know, when it comes to video games on a console, you've paid sixty bucks for a game, and yep. then they're going to give you uh, the options to buy into the game. Okay, so a lot of times it's like with um, Blizzard and Overwatch, they they've hit the billion dollar mark, and come, I remember this what I'm saying because we're going to come back to it. They hit the billion dollar mark on their micro transactions. And they're purely cosmetic, i.e., you can buy uh, outfits uh, mm -hmm. for your characters, right? And so everybody's cool with that, but every game that comes out, it's the boundaries pushed a little bit more, a little yep. bit more, until now, 
EA drops this Battlefront 2, the game that everybody's anticipated. If you listen to this this podcast, you know Clearfire was uh, waiting on it. I was waiting on it. We're real excited about it because back in the PS2 era, the, one of the greatest games ever, some would argue, Battlefront 2. All right. Mm-hmm. So now it's the new, new and improved, new hotness. Everybody wants it. Star Wars, like you said with Disney, the movie's coming out. It's a new now yearly releases of Star Wars is hotter than ever. And what do they do? They put in the microtransactions. However, now it's not automatically aesthetic now. It is a pay-to-win system. You get better upgrades. You get mm-hmm. better cooldowns. You get better everything. So ultimately, you pay $60 for a game that if somebody pays more money than you, they are gonna. it will ruin your experience. So that's what we consider a pay-to-win game because they're going to beat you every time they've paid more money. Exactly, and two, it affects the PvP side of that. So with that, you know, you're looking at you can pay to get these loot crates, which technically, you know, you pay to get these credits to buy these loot crates. These loot crates drop random things. So in a technicality, and then through through some things that I've I've been reading as well, places consider that gambling. I mean, and that typically is term of gambling is you pay a money to get a chance at something and you're getting a chance at getting what you want but you're not necessarily going to get what you want and it's things that can progress you through the game like the um, power-up cards that give you special characters like Darth Maul, Vader, all that stuff. You you actually had to buy that or play a ridiculous amount of time to get enough credits to do it. They th- I think one figure I read you would have to play over a year of PvP playing just to get one character card. Not all not the character that, it's cards. It's not that much. It was 40 hours. So, no, no. It, so was, be- it, was, it was no, it was a crazy amount at first before they before the game oh. got dropped. Well, you're talking about the beta and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, before the game got dropped. And then it, and then they and then they reduced it greatly. They cut it by 75%. Yeah. It was yeah. crazy because of the debacle. There's so many things going on, so many issues with the release of this game that's going on that I mean, we really could talk about this game in itself on this, but so so companies try to hide what they're doing. Not necessarily hide it, but they try to put a spin on it such as well hey you can earn Darth Vader like you're saying you can earn these characters just by playing you don't have to spend money on it right mm-hmm. you know so that's what they say and now you're spending like you said a year then there's an uproar okay now we're going to put it it's still like 40 hours it takes a long to get time to Darth Vader that's like an old school Final Fantasy game to get one character I don't know how many characters there are and they've done all the math on it, and so you can go out there and look online, and they'll have all the different how long it takes to get the the full game or whatever unlocked. So they try to hide it with that, but again, it's just we want you to earn the characters. No, you don't. You wouldn't allow us to pay money for that. You wouldn't have put such a big gap between buying them and earning them if you wanted us to actually earn them. Yeah. And so that right there caused an uproar in the community with the loot crates and everything like that. And Disney stepped up and said, no, you can't do this microtransactions. You've got to take them out. This is going to ruin the game, which they were very, very astute to do that. I mean, I've got to give Disney so much credit for stepping up and doing that because it saved what little life of this game that Ada had left. I mean, I haven't bought the game because of all of this debacle. I have left it alone because I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into a game that I feel like I have to pay more money on top of what I paid to even be able to play the game. 
Yeah, that's the big problem. You're playing a PvP game you paid 60 bucks for. You want to compete, and you can't. And if anybody, and I will tell you right now, there's a game, well, I won't even get to that game, but there's a game online, I won't say the name, that I've played for a while, and I ended up spending a lot of money on it. I mean, they're not a crazy stupid amount, but over the course of three years, several hundred dollars on it. I, mm-hmm. I didn't get over a thousand or anything. But you start, the point is that I'm telling you this, is that you learn uh, that, you know, you're competing with people that don't pay any money. And if you know, so let me see, let me see how I can phrase this. When you first get the game, you don't pay any money for it. You're competing against people that don't pay money. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you pay ten bucks. Now guess who you're competing with? Other people that have paid ten bucks. So you pay fifty. Now you're competing with people that pay fifty. You pay a hundred. The point is the competition continues to grow with you. Until you get to a point, and there are people out there that will. I've heard on Clash of Clans, this guy spend ten grand a day. Yep. On the game, you are not going to do that. Uh, even if you had the money, I think you're foolish to do that. But you are. Uh, so throwing the money down the hole. <clears throat> yeah, but and that's all good. If somebody wants to to do that, that they're they're free to do it. And so let me let me uh, before we get into the countries and stuff and how they're reacting to this, which is awesome how they're doing it i'm so happy about that and i will get into that in a minute is talking back about overwatch hit the one billion dollar mark with microtransactions that are purely cosmetic overwatch is just a pvp game Mm -hmm. similar to battlefront except for there's no known characters they made up their whole storyline they made up their whole world all that kind of stuff it's a phenomenal game i played the beta that was it but i love the beta everybody loves the game uh Mm -hmm. so it's out there. The only reason I don't get it now is because I'll be too far behind. But anyway, it's a critically uh, acclaimed game. I mean, it's it's yeah, to- top of the charts game. I mean, it's a great game. And so, it made money on the obviously sixty dollars to buy it, and then the microtransactions for cosmetic only. What better game, known to mankind, would be a better microtransaction cosmetic only game than Battlefront Two? You could get a cool outfit, the Jedi cloak for Luke Skywalker to run around in. You know what I'm saying? The Han I mean, think, Solo, whatever. Think about a it. A young can, Anakin. I mean, in I that, mean it, yeah, yeah. In that point, I mean, you could say you, you could you could put you could put you could put Luke in a black cloak, give him a red lightsaber, and make him your you know your the evil your, Luke, your, your evil your evil Luke, you, like he was in the books. You can do so can much. You can play more with it. Nuts! If you are a creator or developer, you, you could have so much fun but, with. Hey, that. one billion dollars, maybe even two billion. I bet they would double. They, they would have doubled Blizzard. That's not enough. Have. That's not enough for EA. EA has to have it all. We want that, and we want the pay to win. We're going to put these blocks in there, so you'll have to do it. Well, they got say, mo- they got money money hungry, and it shot themselves in the not floor. Not EA. Oh my gosh. Yeah, of course EA. That's all they do. Um, and so uh, I was just trying to look for here now. Like you were saying, uproar from the community. Oh, we're listening. We didn't re- we didn't mean for that to happen. Give me a break. This you've been in the game forever. <laughs> And you, you didn't mean so for long. this to happen. I mean, come on. EA was the first one putting out sports games back in the day. And they've been they've been one of the big players for, like you said, a long time. And for them to say that, oh, this was not our intent. 
That's a load of crock. I mean, come on. They all you know that. You know exactly what you intended to do. And, you know, other things we're going to talk about later in the show is going to be the same way. You know, we're finding out more of these game companies are lying to us, feeding us this line to make us think that we're getting what we, what we paid for, when in actuality they're cutting it in half if we're lucky. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it, they're getting ridiculous now. And so, that's what they did. We're going to temporary, so we're, we cut it in half. You didn't take us, it didn't take us long to grind anymore and blah, blah, blah. And as you said, oh, I wish I knew the guy's name. Got a call, the head guy at EA got a call from CEO Disney, cut it out. You know, whatever they said, nobody knows. Obviously, it's, they got a movie coming out in two weeks. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want any bad blood. Their billion-dollar franchise that they just bought called up EA and said, uh-uh, don't do it. And we don't know if that's what pushed them over the edge. Of course, to EA, it's always, oh, thanks for listening, guys. I'm glad you guys are passionate. In fact, here's their official announcement. Our goal is always, this was their official response. Thank you all for being so passionate, the passionate fans that you are. And I'm going to paraphrase it. Our goal has always been to create the best possible game for you all, devoted Star Wars fans and game players alike. We also had an ongoing commitment to constantly listen, tune, and evolve experience as it grows. We've seen this with both the major adjustments and polish, or excuse me, you've seen this with both the major adjustments and polish we have made over the past several weeks. But as we approach the worldwide launch, it's clear that many of you feel there are still challenges in the design. Yeah, that's one way to put it. We've heard the concerns about potentially giving players unfair advantages. Yep, that's another, not a concern. That is a, what is a concern, and potentially is not the word it is giving them an unfair advantage. And we've heard that this is overshadowing an otherwise great game and true. I agree with that. I heard the game is actually a great game, and mm-hmm. they could have they could have killed it. I mean, I, I don't even want to speculate on how great they could have done. Anyway, sorry we didn't. This was never our intention. Sorry we didn't get this right. You know, I'll just summarize it. We heard you loud and clear. We're turning off all game purchases. This is just a temporary. The ability to purchase crystals in game will become available at a later date. So there you go, and uh, we'll keep you updated on our progress. So they're just doing the standard PA uh, public affairs, trying to exactly. quell this this rabble. <laughs> you know, so. so you made a good point too and you said something in there that makes me you know it started making me think real quick and i pulled something up just to check it to verify to make sure i was going to say the right thing so they say that they want to make the best possible star wars game ever i'm sorry but they've dropped the ball and they'll never be able to beat knights of the old republic it's from bioware why not why didn't disney get bioware to make this game Knights of the Old Republic was an awesome game. It has great story, twists and turns, everything. Fantastic game, and you're you're you know they never threw microtransactions in there. I, you know, Bioware were they are are they Overwatch as well? No, no, or is that Bioware still in business or not? But um, no, Bioware is uh, they're the ones that are going to be doing Anthem. Oh, okay. So, so they're busy with that, but I mean, EA is just a. But I mean, it's just they could it's probably just make like it cheaper, and plus they probably even own it because of Battlefront Two. I, I think so too. But I mean, it's just <laughs> one of those things that you know you think about real quick in a quick comment like that. So, yeah. but okay, so now we move on to uh, the what the comp. So there's countries that are getting involved with this. This is yes. a huge, huge deal because. Countries are not allowing it. Potentially, there's no been there's been no laws passed. By the way, no laws. Okay, but this is a. I'm just I'm just kind of stay focused because I'm getting ahead of myself already it's, with my so, thought pattern. So so but I'll I'll carry on. Go for you go on this. with it. 
So, so in so so in this, there there's a couple countries that have been pushing on this. Um, the first one that I heard about was Europe. They were talking about how that uh, loot crates could be gambling. It's and, a continent, though, and really. and it, well, and in Europe, and in Europe as a whole, <laughs> so Ukraine the, uh, what was it uh, uh, Great Britain? I think was the well, main. Great Britain main was push. one, but then there was uh, the the other one, Belgium. Yeah, Belgium's the other one, but you, uh, I got both but, of their statements on it. But they, but they both were saying that loot crates are gambling, and for them, gambling is illegal, especially for kids under a specific age. I forget what their age is because I don't know all their laws. I'm not a world law person, so I can't, yeah, I can't always speak <laughs> to that. No law. <laughs> Um, so anyways, you know, that was a big deal. Now UK, if I'm not mistaken, they came back and said, no, loot crates, not gambling, but it's still not a good tactic. You know, they U- still UK frown- came out and uh, said, they still frown, is, frown on it. It is not gambling because you can't actually take anything out of that game. So you can't, you can put money in to try to win, but you can't really take anything out of mm-hmm. the game. Uh, another, you know, to, you can't cash in. So to speak, but they did say they are on the border. They are on the borderline, Um, so they need to be careful the two developers and all this kind of stuff because it's getting close. Mm -hmm. Belgium, however, says that um, no, it is gambling because anytime you pay for something and you don't know what you're going to get, it's gambling. Exactly. And the U.S. has actually said the same thing. They, they they are starting to say the same thing. A couple senators, and I don't have their names to quote them, but a couple senators have said this, and they're looking at this hard. It's actually starting to get into the U.S. government. Mm-hmm. And when it gets there, you know that you know somebody's finally listening, and it's going up. Well, the they're chain. listening because Belgium has said not only are we gonna we will you know again no loss misses all pretense just mm-hmm. talking right now. But Belgium has said, you know, not only will we not allow that in our country, we are going to talk to all these other European nations and mm-hmm. tell them to not do it too. So now EA trying to make a quick dollar has caused yeah. an uproar. Which you know it was going to happen. Okay, let's just be fair. EA just was the first one to do it. Somebody is going to push the limit on these console games. Yeah, um, and and now that now that game. So now if the if a company decides, hey, we're going to put loot boxes or we want to put microtransactions in our game hey you better do gonna it get cautiously hammered. because you're not going to be able to release it in europe yeah. now well Spec- another potentially yeah well another country that i actually really like their statement of what they said they it's australia they never called it gambling but they call it a predatory yeah. tactic and i love that statement because yeah, nobody likes Nobody likes nobody likes to hear the word predator because you think of sexual predators, all kind of sorts of nigger. All kind, yeah, yeah. You think <laughs> That's of what you, first thing I thought of. You think you think of all types of different bad things when you hear the word predator and predatory. And the reason why they say it's predatory is for the fact that little kids are playing this game. You know, the kids under the age of twelve are playing this game. They look up and they go. I need a loot box. Let me buy it. And they try to buy it. And it's training and, their little young impressionable minds on uh, gambling. You know? Exactly. And it's just building them into that way. Whether it's really gambling or not, it's basically a gateway drug for them I to mean, gamble. I, it really I mean, is. it really is. It opens the door for it because it's like, hey, you got to pay to be able to play a little bit better in this game. That, to me, is gambling because you're paying something to have something more than what you put in. And, you know? And they, New York 
back in the day, a long time ago, I don't even remember, 1930s or something, when pinball came out. I may be way off on my dates, maybe, but it, it was way early when pinball came out. They outlawed it because it was mm-hmm. gambling. And yeah. now you're going to have these, New York, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> you should outlaw <laughs> this and lead the way. But I don't agree with half more than half of New York City's laws, not New York but State's Nor- per Nor- se. New York City's gone but, liberal anyway, so <laughs> I know. But they, you know, but that would be, they're going to outlaw that. They're always trying to be on the cutting edge of these new morals they invent, and themselves. they try to, yeah. But um, you know, so do something. <laughs> but anyway, but so, I also so that that is a huge impl- uh, implication for and, and motivation for designers to just go back and. And we, I've heard this too on YouTube, and I agree with this because let's, let's just be fair too to these big. It's not as easy to design a game as it was, you know, twenty years ago or whatever. Even nineteen eighty-five, yeah. right? Nintendo at, developing. How many well, people did it take to design Mario? Well, exactly. <laughs> Look at Mario. The size of Mario. It fits on a small jpeg picture the entire game of mario all of its data can fit inside of a jpeg picture that should let yep. you know how small data wise that game how is. how what is, what is the percentage to that development team versus an ea development team on star wars or any other big you know five star whatever game? you're looking at multiple terabytes of data that have to go into right. those games i mean it's just and insane so paying for the licensing, you're paying all these developers, you're paying for the marketing, you're paying for all this. And guess what? They were both 60 bucks, right? Yep. You know, that is what's crazy about it. Mar- uh, in fact, Final Fantasy 3 for Super Nintendo, one of my favorite games ever, was $80 at one time. Mm-hmm. 80 And it had nowhere near, I guarantee, the team that these people did. So they're trying to do microtransactions to keep it the the... the Price point sixty bucks. That's the magic number for games. They're saying that keeps people buying them. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make this money. So I understand that. I understand it. I think better. Let's. I mean, let's just be honest. If I'm being honest too, I know a lot of people would not like this, but let's say they just. If would you buy a game like Destiny? Okay. Well, Destiny's a bad example. Anthem, something that fixes all of Destiny's problems, and they're going to support it for four years on this console. One hundred dollars for the game. Everything's included. All the updates are free, and it's going to be substantial updates too. It's not just going to be a little. We just put one out because we're, we said we would. It'll be substantial. I would. I, I really would pay that for four <clears> years <throat> for a hundred dollars for a video game. Yeah, I would drop it in a heartbeat. I yeah. mean, think about it. For <clears throat> Destiny, for you to play from year one to year three, you're looking at sixty dollars for the base game if you bought just the base copy, none of the collectors or anything like that. Then the expansion pass, which was thirty four ninety nine, that covered we'll call it thirty five dollars, that covered the first two expansions. So that gets you through the first year, and you've already paid right there at what? That's sixty eighty five dollars. You paid eighty five dollars, no ninety five. I'm sorry, ninety five because uh, six and three is thir- is nine. So you paid ninety five dollars for just the first year alone. Then the Taken King comes out. It's a forty dollar exp- or was that one was a forty dollar expansion, right? For, yeah, $40. For so forty dollars. So now you drop forty dollars on top of that ninety five. You're at a hundred and what thirty? 
Or all I'm saying is, I mean, yeah, in that case, it was. But I'm just, just saying, just look, just look at, just look at that though. I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, look at all of that, all of that money that you're spending, and that's not even buying your little Eververse junk that I know you paid for. I know everybody bought 20, at least twenty dollars worth of Eververse stuff. Most people I didn't bought buy more. Any of it? Well, I know you didn't. Of course, you didn't. <laughs> I did. Hated. You, that. You're you're very stern about microtransactions. Uh, I really like that. Just, I but don't like stern. Yeah, I don't like uh, microtransactions. But. but. You look at that, you, you're paying, you know, over the course of three years, you've probably paid close to $200 for this game. Whereas, like Hollywood is, was saying, if you had a game you paid $100 for up front and got to play it for four years and everything else was included behind it, why wouldn't you do that? Right. But just why think of this, you? though. Think of this. So it's some, there may be time for... So one or two things needs to change. Especially if all these, if this starts becoming illegal, and um, I don't want to jump to that point yet, but if it becomes illegal, hey, we can't take microtransactions out. So one or two things have to change. They're going to have to either up the price of their base game, mm-hmm. and or just come down with the production value. There's some great independent games yeah. that don't count as much. I was playing one now, The Mummy Demastered, of all the random games. It's like six hours to beat and it was like 15 bucks which is a little high for a six hour game but it's a grace a metroidvania type game made by the people mm-hmm. from contra 4 uh and metroid but anyway it's a great game it's a fun little game if you can get it on sale good it's like it's 20 bucks if it's not on sale yeah i think that's a little high for that i wouldn't pay i wouldn't pay 20 bucks for it but if it's 10 bucks or less it's a fun weekend um, I've got a prime example for you on that on that aspect. There is a uh, blockbuster indie game called Don't Starve. It started out <laughs> it started it started it started out on Steam and it made a ton of money on Steam. Fifteen bucks indie game came to PS4. Dude, it's such a fun game, and it's just mindless. You get to get on there and see how long you can make your guy survive. You got to f- fix your own food, build your own thing. I mean, it's 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 a great little environment, and it's 15 bucks. You can blow so much time on it and have so much fun with it. And it's only 15 bucks and it's a great game. And so, I mean, they didn't have a high production value, but they've made a killing off of it because it's a great little compact game. You could do that. You could bring production value down for these star Wars games. You don't need all this crazy stuff. Get the movie music. That's already done. Put it in there. Cause you've got the license into it. You would have the nostalgia of the game, and there you go. You know that that would cut your budget in half right there, because I know they probably dumped they no telling how much money into just music production. So yeah, they're caught up on big blockbuster flash as opposed to fun factor, as we always say, Super Nintendo mm-hmm. uh, fun factor. But anyway, so we've kind of beat that down. So let yeah. me. Uh, so last thing on Battlefront two. Think about the ESRB ratings mm-hmm. system right that's what um they use what was going on then moral combat all this violence and stuff like that exactly similar to this if the government gets involved we do not want them regulating no we don't games but the esrb is actually made up of a lot of video game publishers to regulate themselves mm-hmm. they're, they're not looking out for the interest of the don't make them make any mistake about it they're not looking out for the interest of the consumer they're looking out for the interest of their production companies is all good whatever Y'all get involved with it. Regulate yourself some way to where it's mm-hmm. not gambling, where it doesn't impact the, the game. And let's get this solved so we can still have great games without these pay-to-win mechanics. Uh, I, I'm just so happy that the gaming people 
stepped up. All the gamers like us stepped up and outcried for this. Uh, thank God for Reddit. Uh, it just crushed it. Yeah, and made this uh, no made this just no known well, to everyone. At one time, they had four hundred thirty three thousand downvotes. It's the most yeah. downvoted Reddit ever. Like it, it's insane. You know, they they did a great job. The Reddit community. Guys, if y'all are listening, keep up the good work. Y'all get st- y'all get things out there. There's also to the game that I still play, even though I'm not happy with it right now. Destiny Two. They get they put a survey out of what needs to be fixed, and it was a great survey. If you can find it, go take it. <laughs> it was it was a fun survey to take, and it really broke down the game and what okay. needs to be fixed. It was it was it was a great thing to do, and um it 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 had over when I took it when I took it it had over you know. It had almost like seven. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, it had like seventeen hundred to two thousand people already completed, and that was like the first day. You know, I didn't people think people cared enough about it, man. Anyway. I know. Well, I, they I, do. I, I, I was surprised. They, they do. They do a lot. Do <laughs> because so. it has so much potential, and I understand. It does. It. After after two uh, came out, and again, <laughs> well, I, I, this ain't what is this? This is not what this podcast particular one is about. But it's just you know when you admit. Hey, we didn't, really, didn't do any improvements. We had it ready after Destiny two, one. Mm-hmm. After all the buildup that they did about, oh, the reason we're having to do a whole new Destiny two is because of X and X and X. It's the exact same game. You didn't have to do yep. another one. You could have at least released an expansion. It wouldn't have cost as much. Mm-hmm. And you know, it'd be an up, outcry if you charge sixty dollars for an expansion. Yep. Um, but you you wanted that cash grab again. And so, speaking of Destiny and cash grabs. Uh, so, turns out, this one guy, uh, you know the guy's name, uh, wasn't, um... Talking about from the podcast? No, from, uh, Destiny that, that, they, they asked, so, the, the, let's just, let's just put it this way. The community asked Bungie, hey, our experience doesn't seem to be working the way that it's supposed to do. Of course, Bungie was silent on it. Yeah. We don't seem to be getting the the experience that we, that we, uh, think we're getting, so... The fans are like, hold on, I'm going to do my own digging. And they turned out, they did charts. This one guy, he did charts. He mm-hmm. did everything. Science, you know, math, <laughs> all kind of stuff. To prove to Bungie, hey, the more that I, to the community, the more that I play, I start getting less and less experience. It starts I'm actually reducing. all the way up to only getting 4% of the experience that the game is telling you you're getting. That's straight up lying. Yes, they straight up lied to you. And so... So th- why would they do that, huh? Oh my gosh, that, that, that was wild when I read that article. It's like, wow, Destiny is shortcoming their players to try to slow them down from getting cosmetic gear. Well, so they could say, try, why, but, so what happens because, because when you level... You get well, when a you, you get a bright, bright ingram, ingram. You get a bright or, ingram that gives you cosmetics, or you can buy, or you can buy them ingram. exactly. Of so course. what they what they were doing is is doing in the in, in doing the reduction of XP was trying to force you into wanting to buy it. Well, you know, exactly. it, it's crazy. Bungie actually has a patent, or Activision has a patent on a system that teams you up with other people that have fancier gear than you that you can go buy that's cosmetic whatever <laughs> that, that yes yeah they have a patent on this oh my this God. is how this is how these deep are this shameless go- people this is how deep this goes they have a patent on this 
pro- uh, on this process. But basically, the system of gaming in, in, in a PvP environment, it will team you up with somebody that has it either on your team or against you that has gear that you don't have that you can buy from the vendor that's in that game. And so they get you to where you're like either dying by this weapon or you know or, or you or you're looking just, across and you're like it wouldn't That's surprise fancy me if no matter what weapon you got killed by it was the one that you needed to buy it would just tell you exactly what it was exactly and so they <laughs> have this patent on this that makes you trying to filter you into microtransactions well they kind of in a way implement this by the XP reduction you know it's not the exact same but they're doing it by okay the only way you can get this exotic sparrow or exotic emote or whatever is one you can either pay for it or two you can fight forever to try to get this level and i noticed this too myself and i just never put two and two together until i read the article i was like why is it taking me twice as long to get level two uh you know after you know when you play it for a week you know when you're starting out at the beginning of the week after reset uh, on on destiny 2 on your tuesday reset you know it, your first level goes pretty decently it doesn't take too terribly long but it takes a little bit of time but then your second one if you notice actually took you a little bit longer than your first one well you're already past level 20 so you're at the level cap so technically and by the figures by this guy you, it's supposed to only take 80,000 xp to get to your next Bright Ingram each time. It's not supposed to be a jump or anything. And remember the 80,000 people because that's going to come into play in a minute. So he figures this out and then he's sitting there watching. He's like, well, it's taking me a lot more XP to get to the 80,000 than what it's saying I'm getting. He's like, it already said that I got the 80,000, but I don't have it. Well, he founds out that there's a reduction uh, algorithm on there that's reducing his XP the longer he plays. The longer he plays, the less XP he gains, but the game still says he gained that XP. So if it says you gained, let's just say, 100 XP, in reality, you might only had 50 XP that applies to your Bright Ingram. The other 50 just evaporates. So, so that's, that's what, what the game's doing to you. You can buy... You can buy emotes. What, you can what buy I'm saying, though, the tokens that get you experience, more experience. There's tokens or something you can get on there that gives you more experience. They're called something. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. There's something you can buy that costs bright dust. That's bright dust. Yeah, that, that can but buy other bright, things. It bright, yeah, the bright dust buys other things. The bright dust buys... There's there's an item that you can get that increases your experience gain. Yeah, it's a, a fire team medallion. Yeah, and so yeah, that and is you gotta have by bright, dust. bright dust, which comes in the bright Ingrams. Ingrams which also, so it's just this whole, you gotta pay money it, they've for got this, They've got this level. whole cycle. Yeah, the whole cycle. So, and the only it's way... It's obvious you, what's going on. Exactly. Well, when Bungie gets busted with this, they're like, my bad, my bad, we'll So fix now they that. didn't even say my bad. Here's what they said right here. I got the official statement again. It says, we've seen community discussion around XP gain in Destiny. After reviewing our data, we agree that the system is not performing the way we'd like it to. Notice, very cautious with their wording. Not, It's not performing correctly. They didn't say yeah. that. It's not performing the way we'd like it to. Today, we'd like to describe what's going on under the hood and talk about what you can expect going forward when it comes to earning Destiny and uh, XP and Destiny 2. Currently, XP will scale up when playing longer are fixed duration activities like crucible competitive mat- multiplayer mit- matches and leviathan raid and xp will scale down when playing activities that can be quickly repeatedly chained like grinding public events we are not happy with the results 
And we've heard the same from the community. Oh, it's amazing that you didn't comment or know anything about it until this guy called you out on it. Mm-hmm. And so, effect, and I'm going to let you hit him with the bombshell, but effective immediately, we are deactivating this system. As a result, players will see XP earn rates change for all activities across the board, but with all volumes being displayed consistently on the user interface over the course of the next weeks, we'll be watching and reviewing XP game data to ensure these changes to meet our expectations as well as yours, blah, blah, blah. So up here it says, so what they're trying to say is if you do long activities like Crucible and you're kind of just grinding away there, so you should get more, a little bit more XP, but if you're just kind of, if you're trying to chain a bunch of activities together to get XP, it's not going to work. We'll see. So like, they did make some changes, didn't they? Well, in Crucible, you're <clears throat> still not. You're still like even even when the, even before that, with the, you know their whole thing saying that you were getting more XP as it goes on. That wasn't the case. You were actually getting a reduced amount of XP as it goes on. It was pretty yeah. bad. And so, two things. One, they still have not removed that out of game. That's still oh, there. Still get it's reduced. still reduced XP. It's still there. It's not been pulled out. It has been proven that. It's not wow. as bad, but you're still getting reduced XP. Number two, remember that 80,000 mark I told you? They actually came back and said that 80,000 is not the mark that you have to hit. It's actually 160,000 XP. If you <laughs> so look, doubled it. If you look in game... And by the guy's stats, by the way he measured it all out, and he is very scientific about it. He's very to the point, and he does a very good job. We'll figure out his name, and we'll make sure we tag it in the video so you can find it. But he, you know, he figures it out that it's 80,000 XP. Even if 80,000 XP before they say this, but they come back and say to try to cover their tails is to say, no, it's actually 160,000 XP to get your next Bright Ingram. Well, what they do is they've raised the bar now for you to get to the Bright Ingram and only buffered the problem they have. So you still have a long time to get to that next Bright Ingram. You know, so far, you know, I'm hearing that uh, Mr. Noseworthy and Luke Smith are going to be telling us how they're going to fix this problem tomorrow yes, in the stream. I've never heard that from Luke. I, I really think that I really think that you know it's going to be a lot of just blowing smoke up our you know our tails and just saying, "Hey, this is what we're doing." You know, they're trying to say that they're going to have all these great fixes and changes for us, but right now I can't trust them for anything because. They they ball face lied to us straight up, saying that no, that's not how it is. And then they say, oh well, it's not working the way we intended it to work. That's layman's terms for oh, you busted us, you caught us. We're gonna say something politically correct so that way you don't get on to us very much and we can cover ourselves. It's just it's terrible. And then to top it all off. This is my favorite thing, and I've told Hollywood this several times already, and I'm really excited to be able to share this, is on the stream last week they had, Deej was going through the new public event that you could trigger on Mercury. Don't let me wrong. It looks really awesome. It's a really big, expansive public event. You're going to need other people to play with you to do it. The heroic part of it looks really cool. You know, you're fighting Vex. It looks really fun. It looks like a, a really fun public event. You know, so he's getting to the end. He's about to kill the boss. He's like, this is going to be the most rewarding heroic event ever for uh, for all of Destiny. And then two, te- ch- two chests drop after he kills it. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty awesome. We're going to get two chests out of here. That means we're going to get double everything. This is going to be awesome. The first chest he opens, one zone token. 
get one mercury token. The next chest he opens, one mercury token, one blue item. That's it. Does that <laughs> sound so like the most rewarding heroic you've ever had? No. You can turn it a heroic right now, and you're going to get the same thing from a heroic now. So why why are they lying to us? Why do they keep on doing this? Because it's just lie after lie. It doesn't matter. They can lie all day out. long. This is what I'm. This is my whole point, man. I mean, if you go to Destiny, I follow Destiny on Twitter too, or Bungie or whoever. Or several of them, just for news and stuff like that, so we can talk about. Exactly, I do too. And um, they'll drop. Hey, new. You know, the, their new thing is the the expansion coming out. Mm-hmm. And you just go, go look at the comments. Everybody is mad. They do not like the game. I've stopped playing it and blah, blah, blah. Everybody is mad. But it doesn't matter it, it, what... I mean, people are foaming at the mouth with this whole experience thing with Destiny, you know, and this kind of stuff. Well, but who cares? Because everybody's still getting the expansions. Exactly. Everybody's still paying. They don't care. They, they That's part of the economics of Bungie and Activision to have some dude just sit off to the side, some public affairs guy, Luke Smith, whoever, mm-hmm. and sit there and answer these questions and be and take it in the chin for the company every so often. So as long as they're making money, nothing's going to change. And so that's why that with Battlefront 2, it, it crippled them, their sales. I mean, it hurt them. Oh, yeah. Wall Street is pissed. Oh, yeah. Wall uh, Street was you know, banking on this to make a bunch of and, money. I mean, they even come up with an official statement with it and everything mm-hmm. uh, about how gamers basically should stop whining. I mean, we won't get into this. We already talked about Battlefield, but the point is, you got to hit them in the pocketbooks, or they're not gonna. They don't. I mean, they yeah. they, they knew they could release Destiny Two with Destiny One mechanics and our Destiny One everything. After you, when I say Destiny One, I mean Destiny Year One. Oh yeah. And everybody's going to pay for it. And mm-hmm. guess what? Everybody still bought the season passes. Everybody's still paying for it. So why? it's a lot cheaper just to have you complain. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't care. What kills me they about don't. it is is in D1, it took you hours upon hours just to hit level 20. D2, it took you, what, seven hours tops to hit know. level 20? Something like that. It, it took you. I played it, it a month, and I had done everything you could it, possibly do besides it took the raid. You, it took you it took you a minuscule amount of time compared to D one vanilla to get that far. And you could get max level without ever doing the raid. I mean, come on, you know, why do that? You know, you basically it's threw out no a game. There's no to do anything. Exactly. There's no reason to do the raid. They didn't have. I mean, I don't care about the weapons. There's nothing to use them no, on. PVPs. It, I mean, it's it it's crazy. They yeah. messed up PVP with a four v four, which I don't. I think that was a genuine. See, that's a genuine mistake. Some people probably like it. I mean, but it's it's actually not. no. You, you you actually are right on the mark with that. The community actually has said that they want to go back to being able to select their three v three v three, their two v two, their one v one, their six v six. They actually don't like the four v four because it actually, but with the with the combination of four v four and the combination of locked perks on guns it has created a team shot mentality yep if you go in i played iron banner some this weekend with our clan because i was like you know what i'll play iron banner i want to try to get the body armor from a warlock just because you know i think it looks cool it's the whole samurai kind of look I, I love samurai stuff you can ask hollywood about my stuff that i've had from back in the day and i wanted to get that body armor because it looked really cool well, when I get with our clan, they're like, oh, all we have to do is rush the heavy, throw some grenades on it, stay together in a group, we'll kill. 
I'm like, okay. And now, granted, I didn't play much PvP beforehand, before before this. And I played, you know, I played uh, Iron Baron the first time, but I played a lot more myself and just running around. You know, and plus it, that one was uh, capture, you know, it was control points, so it was a lot more dynamic to me. Well, this is Clash, and it's like, all you gotta do is make sure you gather up Team Shot, you're good to go. Dude, we won 99% of our matches because all we did was group up and shoot everybody. You know, you divide the other team, you're, it, that's it, you're good to go. And it just, it's, it's ruined the game, so. But, I mean, I think we need to get off this game because we're good. <laughs> we're riding it a little hard again, but, you know. Well, how do I know that you like samurai stuff, though? That's what I'm concerned about. Oh, come on now. I had the Samurai Ninja Turtles, the movie. Oh, yeah. From... <laughs> I remember that. Well, that's from like Ninja Turtles 3 or something, right? That was Ninja Turtles was 3. Ninja Turtles 3? <laughs> yeah, it was Ninja Turtles 3. I had all of the movie of Samurai course, Ninja Turtles. Of course you like samurais. <laughs> so you know this. Come on now. Oh, uh, I remember that now. Oh, yeah. You still got all those? Uh, I think I got a couple of them. I, I, they're they're in my toy box of doom. That's probably what worth I call a it. lot of money now. And probably so. I mean, I got I actually found <laughs> all of my uh, Power Rangers in there. Oh wow! So, oh yeah, yeah, and the Ninja Turtles. But um, you know, it's just with with the talk of the way that Bungie's lying to us and the way that EA is trying to manipulate the systems through microtransactions is really bad. And you know, it it actually. For me, this actually brings into the other topic that I want to talk about tonight as well. well hold on, this, let me let me just let me sum this up. From let me just this okay. this thing with these microtransactions because you got to understand these these uh, companies are nickel and diming us, right? For, yeah. And and EA took it a step above Bungie in a pay to win scenario. At least Bungie just lies to you and tries to get you to buy stuff. Very um, true. And everybody's on the same, even though you. You want it's a lie, but everybody's still on the same playing field. At least they're all getting, you know, reduced experience and all this. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to buy cosmetic stuff. I hated cosmetic stuff. The, obviously, the shaders and all this is just a cheap way to try to get you to buy more bright ingrams and whatever. Um, right. So they're nickel and diamond. Us. And guys, if you don't stop paying for it, they're gonna keep doing it. I mean, that's all it is mm-hmm. to it. And if they're gonna keep doing it. It's just a matter of time, just like EA stepped up and tries to make it pay to win. If it becomes the norm for a pay to win game, then your experience in gaming is ruined. You're going to play a game, you're going to spend $60 for a game, and unless you're willing to pay, I'm telling you right now, and if you think that I'm kidding or think that I'm exaggerating, I am not. Just play a cell phone game and pay for it and pay money for microtransactions. You will be quick to find out what I'm talking about. Unless mm-hmm. you're willing to pay thousands upon thousands of dollars on a game you will never be doesn't matter how good you are at it skill wise mm-hmm. you will never be able to compete with people that are paying all this money for it and if that becomes the norm then gaming's over with I mean I'm dead serious oh, yeah. Every retro game is going to be huge or you're going to have indie games that come out and that'll be good for them but the people will find a way to not do that and oh, so yeah. but I like Call of Duties I like uh, you know these big blockbuster games um Witchers and Fallouts and Skyrims, mm-hmm. which they don't have that, so that's good. But, um, you know, I don't want them to to figure, hey, you know, EA's made ten million dollars uh, a month on microtransactions, so we mm-hmm. need to somehow figure out a way to do that too. Yeah, and you you will crush gaming, you will kill it, and that's it the will. whole point. Yeah, so, and 
and something that's the point and something we bring this up. That's why we that's why we talk about this. And, and before we leave this topic, one thing I, I saw in the news today, I don't know if I got it into our uh, Facebook and our Twitter links, but um, the gamers that are playing FIFA 2018, I think, or whatever, or FIFA 2017, it's got a lot of microtransactions in it. They're actually boycotting all the microtransactions in it. So this Good. is the first step in making a revolution of trying to get microtransactions limited and killed in gaming i think this is a good movement jump behind it guys this is something that we need to push and we need to grow we need to make sure that microtransaction is not deciding whether you win or lose a game you you don't need that because like hollywood said go pick up a phone game you're gonna pay million you're gonna pay thousands of dollars and still probably not even be good because people have already paid more than you and you're gonna do it you know like the game he's talking about earlier I tried to jump into it after it's already been going on for a while, and all these people have paid fifty and sixty and seventy extra dollars on top of it, and I've paid just the regular. I can't even compete. Cell phone I game, yeah. Can't even play. I can't even play. You know, so it's just it just makes it it makes it unplayable unless you start day one and dropping cash in it right off the bat with everything. So that's why microtransactions need to go away because it's gonna kill games. It's gonna kill them to the point where. You don't pick it up day one, you're not going to be playing. And not everybody wants to pick it up day one. Some people like, you know, Hollywood, he's a prime example. He likes to let it sit for a little bit before he jumps on it because he wants to see some of the players' reactions, which is a great thing to do because you find out, does it fit the way you want to play? Does it fit games that you play? Does it fit your play style? You learn that, you know, just letting it sit a week. You don't even have to take that long, you know. Just a, a week long, you know, you get all this feedback now that we have all the internet connections and everything like that, so... So just a quick, about 10 minutes worth, and we could do a whole series on this, but go with uh, the net neutrality deal, which you know about it. I know a little bit about it. Okay, guys. So net neutrality is a great thing. If somebody tells you we need to get net net neutrality, you need to like just, you know, beat them senseless. So, to so give you, you said a it's a great thing, but then you need so, to beat them. What you, so, which, what I, is it? So, I, if I say so, no, no, I, I'm for net neutrality, is that good? If you say if you, if you say you're for net neutrality, that's a good thing. If somebody okay. says they're not for net neutrality, okay. beat them senseless because they don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. So, with net neutrality, it allows us to have a free internet. You know, yeah, we have to pay our ISP to get it or whatnot, but we have a free internet. We can go to Yahoo for free. We can go to Google for free. We can go to wherever for free. If they take net neutrality away, what it allows is is the ISPs, which would be Comcast, C Spire, AT&T, groups like that, Fios, you know, anything like that, it, it will allow them to charge you to go to websites. So now you're looking at, okay... You pay, it's basically like a video game the way they are now. You pay $60 and then you have to pay $10 for this DLC, $15 for this one, $30 for this one. Well, if you look at it, you would now have, it would be almost like packages, like TV packages. Cable packages. Exactly. You pay your, you know, your base $40 rate and it just allows you to have internet access. Does it allow you to go to any sites? You can't go to Google. You can't go to Yahoo. You can't even go to Gmail to check your email. You can't do any of that. You have to pay your $10 for your Google package, your $15 for your Yahoo package, your $20 for your um, sports packages to where you can go to sports websites. You're looking at all these ways that they can now block your access to it. It allows the ISPs to control your access. 
Now, you already pay the ISPs a, a, a good bit of money. I know I pay my ISP, one of my ISPs because I've got to actually two internet connections right now, and I'm fixing to have to get rid of one of them. But I know I pay one of my ISPs $75 a month to have access. I mean, $75 yeah. a month is a good chunk That's of change. Lot. That's and, way too much, but that's, and, that's, that's what it costs. And that's what it costs to have a decent connection. This gives me, and, and decent connection is, is only 25 megs a second. I'm paying 75 bucks a month for 25 megs a second. You know, I'm paying a lot of money for just 25 megs. So you're looking at net neutrality, taking that to an, you're, you're looking at if you take net neutrality out of it, you're now allowing people to control your content. That is not what we need in this world. We but need also, to have that. If like HK Video Game Experience dot com, you want to get that? Well, if they'll just block us, it's particularly yeah. if we say something bad about it. But uh, you know, we have to pay these so these little smaller websites and whatever. They're not going to be able to even exist. No, it, it'll because it, they got to, have to pay Comcast or whoever to let us, you know, well, let it, us be it, part of your package. It, it'll it, it it will kill. Not only will it kill little websites like us and little podcasts like this, it'll kill that completely. That'll be gone. But look at all these indie musicians. Me and Hollywood, we got a buddy right now that's writing some awesome, you know, awesome music. You know, check him out, Chad Wesley Band, doing some great, you doing some great music. He would lose his job. Because that's his job. That's all he does is write music, do shows, and he has it on the web. He's an indie artist. He did sign with uh, one of our local record record companies here, but they're not big enough to be called anything beyond indie, you know. And he would lose his job because it would cost so much money for him to even just to get it on the web at that point. Because the web is gonna, you know, if if Comcast, well, let's use Comcast because they're ones that that really, really, really want to get rid of new net, net net neutrality. So if Comcast has that has their way, they will now charge you to go to Chad Wesley's website. They will not pay Chad Wesley part of that commission, but they will charge Chad Wesley to now put his website on the web to be able to be in that package. So they're getting paid twice but never divvying out anything to Chad Wesley. So that means that's a big a big problem. Well, to download his music net neutral without net neutrality, it would allow the ISP to say or Comcast to say, well, if you're going to download that song, it's going to not only cost you what Chad Wesley's charging you, but an extra $5 on top of that because of you using my speed. So you're looking at having to constantly pay somebody else to do what you normally do. For free. Chad Wesley's got his record on YouTube. Go check it out. He's like, man, here it is for free. He's a great guy. Like I said, he, he's a fantastic musician. Go check him out. But And I hate to really just use him as an example, but he's the first one fresh on my mind to think about it because he's, he, he's been pushing this big on Facebook himself too because it greatly affects him. Think about it this way. If net, if net neutrality goes away, for you to get online, you already have to pay $60 a year to play, whether you're Xbox or, P- or PlayStation now. You have to pay that $60 a year. Well, you're going to have to now pay probably even more because the because uh, Comcast would now be able to say, oh, you're playing a game on my internet connection? Well, now I'm going to have to charge you $20 an hour for you to play that game. Do you want to pay more on top of that? I mean that net neutrality is such a great thing. We've got to fight and got to keep it there. That 
you know, we, we, we got to push it. You know, co- contact your local congressman you know, in local government. Contact them in the, in the federal government. Contact them. Push it out. Say we yeah. need to kill. We need to kill this and not have net neutrality go away. We won't to, net, uh, neutra- net neutrality. www.battlefortheNet.com to join the battle for net neutrality because it is a big deal. I mean, uh, these companies, there is no good reason for this. It's just simply it's money. greed, same way for EA and uh, Bungie and these people that are doing these things, just for greed. I mean, it, it's they're not and happy that- with their $10 billion, they want $100 billion. But the point is... You have to. Uh, they've known they've been known to do this in the past. I think Verizon blocked some uh, voiceover IP. Verizon did it because they, they yeah. wanted to sell their own. AT and T's done the same thing. The FCC's had to shut them down, saying you can't do that. So it's not it's not above them to go and try to limit the speed to various sites if it impacts their financial. Interest. But now the FCC is trying to fight to get rid of net neutrality. Because well, they're the, they're the saying. ones that are lead, leading some of this charge, and it's just bad. I forget the guy's name, but the guy that's in that's uh, that's higher up there, he's trying to push to get rid of net neutrality. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You're going to be out of a job if there's no net neutrality. Yeah, yeah. FCC, you're actually gets to re- you're actually getting to regulate. If we get rid of net neutrality, there's going to be nothing for you to regulate because all of the ISPs are going to be able to regulate it themselves at that point. You're and gonna be out of job. I'm not gonna. gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. If somebody did that, if net neutrality was real, I mean, I, I got you know stuff. Certain things I have to do online. I would have to find mm-hmm. other ways um, because I probably wouldn't have. It. I'd go back old school, man. We're going back to '95 before, right before the right before think, local link. Think of me. And I'm like, in. A, I'm in I'm a tech not going to be on the internet, internet anymore. I work at a tech industry where all of our stuff. Electronic health records, all yeah. on the internet. That yeah. now, now AT and T would be charging us like per record. I mean, they could yeah. do something like that if they wanted to. That we that we well, should, that would move back and forth. I what mean, I'm it's hoping, just crazy stuff like that. I, everybody should do something about it. So don't get me wrong. But what I'm hoping is big companies like Amazon or whatever, when people aren't going online anymore because they don't want to pay outrageous prices, they say, "Hold on, some, we're losing money now because of your net." you know, strict net rules or whatever. Same yeah. thing for every everybody. News, big news organizations, they're, they're not getting mm-hmm. their traffic anymore uh, and stuff like that. I'm hoping that, that shuts, that'll shut it down. The two, all the big, big dogs on the street will bump heads. But they're smart. Comcast, we'll give yours away for free, Amazon. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, Ma- Walmart, don't worry. You can still go shopping online for mm-hmm. your stuff, too. You know, so that's that's how they'll play it, and it won't be. Keep in mind, guys, this is the scariest thing about it all. As they say, evil never presents itself in its naked deformative. In other words, it's going to be a slow and gradual decline mm-hmm. in your connectivity and your allowances on the internet. It's not going to be a one day, okay, it passed, and then everything's cut off. It's going to be a slow and steady stripping of your rights to search the internet. And by the time you realize what's going on, it's too late. So exactly. you gotta look at look at it what it is, and act on it, and stop this kind of stuff just like we did EA. We stopped EA. We need to stop Destiny. We need to stop this net neutrality if at all possible. If the politicians are not in everybody's pocket, unfortunately, that's the I'm just scared that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just a lot of money out there. Um, so much. Then we can stop this thing, but it's scary. But uh, hopefully, we can get it done. 
Yeah, please. Pass. When does this go into a? When does this law be in? Well, it's, it, they're they're just they're doing they're doing all kinds of things talking about it, and I don't know when it is when they're supposed to have a hearing on this and all that. It's supposed to be pretty soon. So, guys, just go to the web, check it out. Let me. I'm, I'm going to try to look up something real quick. But you know, ju- just just go check it out, man. You know, go, go go read about net neutrality if you don't know about it. Make yourself super familiar and fight for net neutrality. We we want net neutrality because that means that everybody has equalness to it. If net neutrality goes away, that means our ISPs can control us completely, and that's not good. They're already kind of starting. So what you know what what uh, is to stop them from saying you know what we are not going to uh, allow unlimited access anymore for $75. That's just going to get you 40 gigs or something like that. If you go over that, you got to pay more. Um, and that's what it'll be. Oh, we're going to allow you a terabyte, though. You're never going to go over a terabyte. you know. And then it'll go down to 500 gigs. And it'll go down to 10 gigs. And the next, next thing you know, you're paying for data now. And so oh, they're going to slow down your internet. What's to stop them from doing that? The only thing these people would say, well, you got independent companies that could come online and make it unlimited and blah, blah, blah. But in my neighborhood, guess what I can get? Comcast. I can't mm. get WoW. I can, right down the road. <clears throat> I literally moved about a half a mile away from my old house, and I couldn't get Comcast. I got to only get WoW. And here I can only get Comcast. I can't get WoW. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that they're going to not work together and try to make it to where, hey, we're going to segment off this, basically holding little monopolies over each little neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So they would just buy out that service provider that, you know, the people will find a way. Don't get me wrong. People will find a way. But uh, let's just try to just make this the way and to stop this thing. But I found a date. December okay. 14th. The FCC yes. will vote on Pi's proposal. Pi is the, uh, is the um, Ajit Pi is the um, FCC chairman. Trump has put him in, in position for that. And so they they will vote on his proposal December fourteenth. So make sure make sure you do everything you can between now and then to get to people and let them know that this is not great. Um, the agency's been flooded with more than twenty million comments about no no no, um, this is not good. And so you know a lot of people are speaking up, but we need more voices. The more voices, um. The more the more voices we have on this, the stronger chance we have of keeping net neutrality. Yeah. So it's just an FCC. It's not even going up to Congress or anything like that for a law. It's just mm-hmm. FCC. So that's that's not good. I don't think it's not because it's giving somebody it's giving a group a power that they never had before that they don't deserve to have. Now, that group should not have power to say, yeah, sure, let's let the ISPs do whatever they want. No, it should be something that Congress sets or that a judicial system sets. I'm willing to bet that if they do say, okay, yeah, we're going to go through with this, I put money on it, Supreme Court will end up ruling on it. They have to. We have to push it to Supreme Court if this happens. We have to fight it tooth and nail to not have net neutrality go away. We've got to have net neutrality. All right, well, that's hitting our hour mark, man. So we're gonna call that good. Yeah. Um, so appreciate you guys for sticking around. Uh, just wanted to just express a few uh, wins for the gaming community out there today, and hopefully a big win in December for the net neutrality 
and uh, we'll yes. have to just wait and see on that. But um, good stuff happening all around as far as gaming goes. And uh, anyway, next time we're going to do a game review. We don't know which one. We're trying to get into some modern games. We do like the retro stuff. It's a lot easier to play those. We had, but hadn't mm-hmm. played the same modern games as we uh, have played the same retro games. But anyway, next time we will get back into a, a video game review or however you want to look at it. So we don't technically review them. We just kind of talk about them. But um, bring up some interesting facts about it and whatnot. But I did like the news segment. And hopefully we can kind of add something kind of yeah. keep you guys up to date during every podcast with some type of uh, latest and well, greatest. Th- there's new stuff going on in the gaming world all the time, and we need to keep y'all up to date. So as as H&K is uh, you know, growing and changing, because you know, we're a podcast that we always want to change and adapt. We want to make sure that we're bringing you content that you enjoy. We're going to start trying to, you know, bring you in some news that way we can keep you a beat along with our reviews or gameplays or just our fun whatever our fun little antics about video games because i mean i really think that the the chatting of the video games like it gives you a different perspective of gaming so cool all right well um we will uh hopefully you guys will hear from us next week so take care take care guys